And what it really comes down to is starting and growing a business, it's going to be the biggest self-development journey that you ever go on. There's going to be self-doubt. There's going to be fear. There's going to be imposter syndrome. There's going to be rejection, all of it. And you have to keep working on these things and working on yourself to keep all of these thoughts and feelings at bay. Hey there, I'm Marissa, and I want to personally welcome you to the Escape the 9 to 5 podcast, where we discuss all things making money online and creating a life that you love. After losing my dad at 19, I learned how short life can be. And because of this, I now know that making money online is about so much more than an extra paycheck. It's about freedom. It's about options. And it's about having the opportunity to spend your time on this planet your way. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Escape the 9 to 5 podcast. All right, so today I want to do an episode on how uncomfortable starting an online business is, because I think that this is something that people forget about, or it's something that people think goes away. So this is going to be kind of a rant episode. It might end up being kind of short. Maybe it'll be longer. I don't really know, but I'm excited to talk about this. So for starters, I'm just going to flat out say it. Starting a business is extremely uncomfortable. Taking that leap, betting on yourself, putting yourself out there, it's all uncomfortable. And when I feel this, I like to reflect on this quote, and I wasn't able to find the original person that came up with this, but the quote is along the lines of, nothing great ever came from a comfort zone. And it's so true. Now, I do want to talk about kind of the self-development or psychology side of this. For starters, I love self-development, psychology, all of it. And for a while, I was actually studying sociology in college, and it was the best thing ever. But then after my dad passed away, I decided to take kind of a more realistic route and switch my degree to business administration, which now I wish I would have taken more seriously, especially because I have my own business. But anyways, let's talk about kind of the psychology or self-development side of this. So something that I came across recently was the fact that our brains are wired to survive. Our brains are wired to help keep us alive and out of danger, which makes sense. At the end of the day, we are somewhat animalistic. And if we take that a step further, our brains are wired to survive and not necessarily thrive. So when we think about our comfort zone, you know, what is the purpose of a comfort zone? It's to keep us safe. Our brain or our subconscious wants us to stay in our comfort zone because it's familiar and it's safe, it's known. But the minute we hop outside of our comfort zone, we start getting all these thoughts or signals to retreat, and it's because our brain perceives this as a threat. Everything outside of our comfort zone is unfamiliar. It could be unsafe. There could be danger. And while this mentality and this way of thinking was probably really helpful a long time ago, And, you know, I mean, I guess it still is if you find yourself in certain situations, but it isn't really beneficial for reaching our full potential or for trying new things or smashing goals. Does that make sense? 
So I guess with that being said, when you go to start a business or try something new, it's going to be uncomfortable. Your brain is going to be like, please stop, retreat, retreat. And I think that the biggest thing that I want to share with you guys is that this doesn't really go away. And I'm basing this off of my personal experience and also what I've heard from other entrepreneurs that are at a variety of different levels. And what it really comes down to is starting and growing a business, it's going to be the biggest self-development journey that you ever go on. There's going to be self-doubt. There's going to be fear. There's going to be imposter syndrome. There's going to be rejection, all of it. And you have to keep working on these things and working on yourself to keep all of these thoughts and feelings at bay. And I think the biggest example that I have of this is back in 2020, I had an email list of over 5,000 people. And one day I convinced myself that these weren't good quality leads because I wasn't getting sales that I wanted and I deleted the whole freaking list. Looking back, I'm like, that was by far the dumbest thing that I've ever done, but I let self-doubt get the best of me. And this is just a great example that, you know, part of building a business is being able to control these feelings and, you know, working through a lot of that. So while business strategies and all of that is important, honestly, that's kind of the easy part. The more difficult part is staying on the course and overcoming limiting beliefs and self-doubt and putting yourself out there even when you don't feel super confident or even when there's a fear of rejection. Now, with all that being said, I wanted to share a few ways that I work through some of this discomfort and really a few ways that you can work through these feelings too. First up, give yourself the space and the grace to evolve. Like, let's be real. Your first podcast episode likely won't be the best. Your first social media post might feel super awkward. Your first logo might look a little rough, but that's okay. Over time, you're going to evolve as an individual and as a business owner. You're going to learn what works. Your skills are going to evolve. You might change your mind about some things or change up your approach, and that's all totally okay. And realistically, I think it's more problematic if you're not evolving or growing. Like if there's no difference between your first podcast episode and your 50th, like that's more problematic in my mind. So moral of the story, allow yourself to be a beginner. Everyone starts somewhere. Don't worry about getting everything perfect right off the bat. Instead, focus more on taking imperfect action and evolving and growing. Okay, next, kind of stemming off of that is don't be afraid to fail. I'm a strong believer that either you succeed or you learn. Like, there are going to be times in your business where things don't work out. Maybe you launch a new product and nobody buys. Or you spend an hour creating one of the best social media posts ever and nobody engages with it. These are all just learning lessons, and realistically, every time you do something, you get data. Every time you do something and it doesn't work out, you're getting closer to what does work. You're honing in further and further. So I don't really believe in failing anymore. And, you know, the only time you truly fail is if you completely give up because then there's like a solid ending. And, you know, if you don't give up, you haven't failed. You're just continuing to learn what does and doesn't work. At the end of the day, business is kind of like a big game, and in order to succeed, you have to keep testing and trying different things. And, you know, you might try 10 different things and nine didn't get you the results that you wanted, but one did, and that's all it takes. 
So stop treating undesired results as failures and start treating these situations like valuable data because at the end of the day, that's exactly what it is. Okay, the next way to deal with discomfort is by reminding yourself that worrying doesn't change the outcome of anything. And this is actually something that I've been using in all areas of my life lately. Kind of interesting or funny story about this and how this came to be. So our house is a couple years old. It was a new build and we've been having issues with our fire alarms. So at this point, all of our fire alarms have needed new batteries. Like they started doing the chirping thing. We replaced the batteries, whatever. Well, there have been a few times where the alarms have gone off completely for like a minute, like full house blaring all of it. And then they stop. And this happened like a month ago at 2 a.m. And me and Alex woke up, like jumped out of bed, started freaking out. And kind of little backstory. When we lived in Colorado, we lived in an apartment and there were two fires in our little building when we were there. And one displaced us for four days. It was really scary. It was like two in the morning. A cop started knocking on our door and telling us to get out. Our apartment started filling with smoke and the flames were like 10 feet away. So fires are definitely one of my biggest fears. So when the fire alarm went off, I was like really freaking out. Alex went and looked around and realized that there was no fire. It's just our freaking fire alarms. But then Alex was going out of town for the next few nights. And I love my alone time, like not a big deal. But I was so afraid that the fire alarms would start going off again. And then it's like, is there a fire? Is there not? Should I be running out of my house right now? Should I go gather the cats? Like just one of my biggest fears. And I saw this kind of like quote or this like thought, and I had to remind myself over and over, worrying isn't going to change the outcome. And since then, I've been telling myself this on pretty much a daily basis, and it's been really helpful. But that's one way that I work through life and business discomfort is by reminding myself that worrying isn't going to change the outcome. AKA there's no point in worrying or festering or sitting in something when the outcome is going to be the same. And I think this is a really good mentality to have around launching too, or even putting content out into the world. Sometimes launching something new can be really stressful and it can kind of lead to this spiral of, oh my gosh, nobody wants this, nobody's buying, I'm a failure, and all these things. But worrying about your launch doesn't change the outcome. And realistically, if you're launching from this stressed out place, Worrying might hurt your launch because you could be letting your emotions impact the actions that you're actually taking, okay? So worrying doesn't change the outcome. Save that one for later. (laughs) All right, next, remind yourself that you don't need to have all the answers in order to be successful online. So I think there's this big idea that if you're going to be a coach, that you need to be the absolute expert and you need to know everything on a certain topic before you can create a training program or a course. And that's not true. That is very much a limiting belief or really, I think, kind of an excuse. If you think about it, you don't need to have a PhD in math to teach high school algebra. You don't need to have a degree in linguistics to teach your kid English. All you need to know is more than the people that you're teaching, and you need to be able to help them see a certain result. And the way to think about this, especially if you're feeling like a fraud or an imposter, or if you're having these feelings of like, who am I to teach that, is all you're doing is you're sharing something that you do know with someone who doesn't know. That's it. 
All you need to do is be a few steps ahead. Not only that, but acknowledge and understand that if someone asks you a question and maybe you don't know the answer to it, that's okay. You can do some research, you can ask around, and you can find the answer to that question. Like, I think it's totally acceptable to be open and honest and just be like, hey, can I get back to you on that? Or that's a great question. I don't have an answer for you right now, but let me do some digging and I'll get back to you. Okay? So the last thing that I want to say, and you know, one of the best ways to work through the discomfort is by having support. So that could be enrolling in a training program where you can ask questions and meet other like-minded individuals. This could be hiring a coach or even finding a community of people that are going through the same thing that can back you up or encourage you or help you get out of your head when you start spiraling. I know that entrepreneurship can be lonely at times, especially if you have an online business that you operate from home. And, you know, it can be easy to get in your own head and be like, this isn't working because it's not good enough or this doesn't even make sense anymore. What am I even doing? But a lot of the time we get so involved in our work and we're so close to everything that we're doing that it's hard to see that full picture or we get wrapped up in these little details and it can be so helpful to have someone else that can provide some feedback or that can kind of talk you down. That's why I offer a support element for my Insight to Income students. Like, yes, support can be great for answering questions or working through certain things. But I also support my Insight to Income students in the way that if you're feeling down or you're uncertain or you're spiraling, we can work through that too. I can take a look at what you've created or I can send you a simple message saying, hey, you've got this. You're doing great. With that being said, Insight to Income is an amazing program. So if you want to learn more about that or how I can support you on your entrepreneurship journey, I'll link to that in the show notes so that you can check that out. So overall, starting an online business is uncomfortable. It's a personal development journey more than anything else. So a few ways to work through the discomfort include allowing yourself to be a beginner, viewing every failure or undesirable result as a learning opportunity, acknowledging that worrying doesn't change the outcome, understanding that you don't need to know everything to get paid to help people, and getting the support that you need to see results and also maintain your sanity. All right, you guys, that is all that I have for this episode. Make sure you subscribe and follow for more episodes. And if you haven't already, could you please take a moment to give this podcast a review? It helps the show reach more people, and I would be so extremely grateful. All right, that is all for now, and I will see you guys next week.